When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Let's begin the Sour Z News with Oprah Winfrey this morning. Oprah, I mean... How do you get Oprah to give your commencement speech? I can only imagine how many requests she gets from universities. Please, please, please come speak at our commencement. But she agreed to do uh, USC's Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism on Friday. Oh. Of course, she nailed it. I'm not sure what which quotes you have, but there are so many good ones just uh, don't matter. All right. Well, here's some fun advice. She, As you know... She gave some fun advice in addition to the usual serious and uplifting stuff. Let's right. hear what she had to say. A couple of other thoughts. Eat a good breakfast. It, it really pays off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pay your bills on time. Recycle. Make your bed. Aim high. Say thank you to people and actually really mean it. Ask for help when you need it. And put your phone away at the dinner table. <laughs> Just sit on it, really. And know that what you tweet and post in Instagram today might be asked about in a job interview tomorrow or 20 years from tomorrow. Be nice to little kids. Be nice to your elders. Be nice to animals. And know that it's better to be interested than interesting. Invest in a quality mattress. (laughs) Here, here. I'm telling you. Your back will thank you later. And don't cheap out on your shoes. Atta girl. Yeah, and uh, seeing as it was the journalism school, mm-hmm. she had some pretty strong things to say about fake news. Today I come bearing some good news and some bad news for anybody who intends to build a life around your ability to communicate. So I want to get the bad news out first. So here it is. Everything around us including and in particular the internet and social media, is now being used to erode trust in our institutions, interfere in our elections, and wreak havoc on our infrastructure. It hands advertisers a map to our deepest desires. It enables misinformation to run rampant attention spans to run short, and false stories from phony sites to run circles around major news outlets. We have literally walked into traffic while staring at our phones. Mm -hmm. 
The good news is that there really is a solution. And the solution is each and every one of you, because you will become the new editorial gatekeepers. You are in a position to keep all of those who now disparage real news. You all are the ones who are going to keep those people in check. And she went on and uh, she talked about being principled and having character and how your job doesn't define you and a lot of other really valuable advice. Good but, stuff. Uh, Good pretty, stuff. Pretty lucky to have her if you happen to attend that school. No, no kidding. We got to take a break here, guys. Coming up, we've got it. We've got so much other stuff we have to cover in this hour's E News, including Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. He's talking and what people are watching in the movies. <laughs> I'm from New York. We all got married in our like mid late 30s, you know. So like the guy would propose, and all my friends are like, "Oh, now, now you're ready? That I probably can't have kids? Great, cool. You're not in love. You're tired. You're tired. And I know all your passwords. That's what's happening. I have been a bridesmaid in six." Long Island weddings. Do you understand what that means? And again, it's like they all got married in in our mid or late 30s. It's like, you know, it's New York. If you get engaged at 40, people are just like, whoa, teen bride. Like, get to know him. You can meet this man. Go through menopause. So my friends, you know, and there's something like a little bit sad about being a bridesmaid in your like late 30s you're just it's like I'm always standing there in like a Grecian gown with like my aging cleavage you're just standing in that line of bridesmaids hoping you don't have the biggest arm that's it you're just like Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Jamie Schumer, who uh, hosted Saturday Night Live this week, talking about being a bridesmaid in New York mm-hmm. where everyone seems to get married really late. It is 6.40 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. Now, if you don't know who Angela Lansbury is, Angela Lansbury is an actress from the old days. Um, she's probably, well, you would know her from shows like Murder, She Wrote. She Which were also, how many episodes in Murder, uh, She Wrote? Hundred, hundreds of them, but she also was the voice of Mrs. Potts. Yeah, Mrs. There Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and uh, she's also a very famous Broadway actress, and she's like a hundred years old or something crazy she's like that. She's been around forever. I mean, yes. I'm going to look up and see how old she really is. She's got to be in her 90s. Yeah, she's up there. You know, very sweet, though. She's like the ideal Grandma grandmother. Figure, yeah. yeah. 92. And, uh, and I think, you know, for her age, I mean, we're knocking her for her age, but the truth is, I think she's aged really well over oh, the years. Oh, gosh, yeah, absolutely. And um, anyway, back in 1988, 
Angela Lansbury made a video called Angela Lansbury's Positive Moods Moves, My Personal Plan for Fitness and Well-Being. And really what this is, is it's, it's like, um, I guess it's like an exercise and wellness video for older people. She was 63 years old in 1988. Wow. So somebody who knows how to do math, what would that, what would that make her now? 92. Yeah. Okay. So there's a scene. That was good, Fritz. You were fast. I do math. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God somebody does around here. So there's a scene where where she talks about sexuality. See the math. (laughs) And it's set to footage of her taking a sensuous bath. And her her hands don't necessarily wander anywhere inappropriate, but she does seem to really be enjoying herself <laughs> very, very much. I think femininity and sexuality go hand in hand. It used to be thought that women lose interest in sex after menopause, but now we know that just isn't true. Okay, now. That music. <laughs> I know. And that came in mind. Tim loves Angela Lansbury. Tim has seen every episode of Murder She Wrote. Huge I have. fan. Huge fan. He is a fan. And while she while this is going on, you have to imagine her massaging her arms and seductively lifting her legs up out of the bubbles. Obviously both you and your partner are different than you were thirty years ago. But if you can accept the inevitable physical and other changes, you can keep romance in your life. I believe it's important for a woman to try and maintain a certain sense of mystery about herself. And I think that can continue to any age. How you doing, Tim? Where are her hands right now? Does somebody need to fan Tim? I think so. I can't get get out of my mind. She's just talking to Chip. I know. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to give up or to get lazy. It's worth it to continue to present yourself oh as gosh. a woman of loveliness and oh. dignity. A woman who feels good and knows oh. she's looking her best. She'll continue to attract attention as a feminine sexual person. Oh, that's awesome. The right kind of attention doesn't have to stop unless you want it to. Jen is on Amazon right now searching for this video I'm she wants to buy. It. I'll tell you what's funny is Angela Lansbury and my grandmother could oh, have been gosh. twins. My mom's mom. And it used to make my grandma crazy when we would call. What was her? What, what's her name? What's her character's name? Jessica. Something. And we would call her that my grandmother that and she would get so mad. Because she did not want to look like Angela Lansbury. <laughs> this is uh, this is Angela Lansbury now giving herself a mini massage with aloe. I have a little routine that helps me to swing into action on? each morning. After I get out of the shower, <laughs> I give myself a mini massage with aloe Ooh. lotion. By doing this massage every day, I am literally staying in touch with my body. I can't help but be aware of whether or not I'm in shape. Mm-hmm. Once you've really examined your body, you have faced the moment of truth. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, say what you will. There's a reason she's hey, hanging in there and absolutely. healthy at 93. And I haven't seen her re- recently, but oh, I imagine she still looks good. All right, so here's what good. we're going to do. Every morning when we come in, we do the <laughs> E! News and we do the video. And then uh, we do the video and then we do the E! News and then we take a break. During that break, yeah. we now must 
do a daily aloe massage. massage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. That sounds like erotic, though. Like she's doing some kind of, I feel kind of not, I shouldn't be listening to that. Like my grandma's doing a dirty video and I can't. It's just a little too personal. Well, it's as erotic really as you want to make it. And uh, it sounds like she wants to, you know, make the most of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. What a great start to a Monday. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. Love her. You're welcome. Wow. (laughs) All right. So we got Lindsay. uh, We got audio of Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. He uh, was doing a solo gig Friday night and addressed his dismissal from Fleetwood Mac. For the last three months, I have sadly taken leave of my band of 43 years, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, This was not something that was, was really my doing or my choice. I think what you would say is that there were factions within the band that had lost their perspective. Stevie Nicks! Well, it doesn't really matter. The point is that they'd lost their perspective, and, and what that did was to harm, and this is the only thing I'm really sad about, the rest of it becomes an opportunity, but it, it harmed the 43-year legacy that we had worked so hard to build. And that and that legacy was uh, really about rising above difficulties in order to fulfill one's higher truth and one's higher destiny. Oh wow! Well, I am sad that they can't work that out. Yeah, that is a bummer. It, it sounds like there are some irreconcilable differences there. After all those years. Yeah. Uh, real quick, since we're feeling nostalgic, let's talk about Seinfeld for just one moment. Okay. Seinfeld. Is you, uh, let me see if I have the theme song here. If you've ever watched Seinfeld, you probably remember this theme song, which will hopefully only take me a second to <laughs> dig it up here. Right. If you're going to do that, we don't even need to dig it up. There you go. That's enough. There it is. Well, I was close. No lyrics, right? Evidently, there is only one Seinfeld episode in history where the theme music had vocals. And it's the first episode of season three. Oh, yeah? Where they tried out a new thing. But evidently, they forgot to tell the network about it. And they were not happy. Oh, really? Somewhere, someone's saying to their friend, you should see my doctor. He's the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the worst. He's the absolute worst there is. He's Whatever you've got, <laughs> it'll be worse after you see him. <laughs> Just a, he's a butcher. A man's a butcher. <laughs> and then there's always that, make sure that you tell him that, you know, you know me. Why? What's the difference? He's a doctor. What is he? Oh, you know Bob. Hey, oh, okay, I'll give you the real medicine. <laughs> And everybody else, I'm giving Tic Tacs. Anyway, uh, the composer, Jonathan Wolf was talking about that one episode where they use scat vocals over the theme music. The beginning mm-hmm. of season three, Jerry called me on the phone. Said, what can we do to just give a little sparkle to the music, something a little different? He had heard some scat music, some group scat music. <laughs> and he described it to me. And I said, well, we could try that. We tried it. Jerry liked it. Larry liked it. We finished the episode. We forgot to ask anybody else. And when other people, Network, Castle Rock, 
heard this on the air and were surprised <laughs> by it, it was not a favorable reaction, and we went back and fixed the next two episodes. <laughs> so there's only one episode that actually has that music element in it that slipped through because we forgot to ask permission. That's funny. After the first episode, they were like, yeah, I think that really worked, and they plan on doing it for other episodes. Thank uh-huh. God the network put the kibosh on it. So know? those weren't real words. They were just scat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, when you first played it, I was like, what did they just say? Where's the, we're, we're eating the beef? Yeah, no, what? nothing. <laughs> okay. like, what does that have to do with the sketch? No. Thanks Scott. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.